Welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing great, Laura. How are you? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Great. Hey, tell me where you've been this week. I have uh, been to Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia, Monday and Tuesday with... Uh, uh, Bobby and Chris Allen. So, yes. Uh, appreciate those guys. They're doing a great job in Augusta, Georgia. So, That's right. uh, people don't know Bobby and Chris are brothers, and they are hilarious. Yeah. Now they're they're great. They're great. They uh, hardworking guys. They uh, mm-hmm. they know how to do. Uh, they started their own business, and we were, we were able to 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 buy their business, and now they're running the show for us. And uh, they're they're doing a very very good job. And that whole group down there is, and everybody's getting on board and. I'm glad to see that we're making great progress. I mean, we're batching, batching more concrete in a day now than we were in a week. So, all right. Uh, yeah, so I, right. I credit, I credit Bobby and Chris and and hit their team for that, and and we appreciate them very much. That's awesome. That's awesome. You had a picture that you showed me. Tell yeah, me, one of our me. operators <laughs> uh, hit some kind of bird with his yeah. mixer. Yeah, and uh, he pulled over and and got it. And this isn't like this a, is like a, a big a, white bird. Yeah, exotic I don't even know what bird. it's called. Yeah, they tell me, but I forget. But uh, yeah, they, he he pulled over and got the bird, and he's going to nurse it back to health. So, I said, "Is this like?" And what was even more crazy <laughs> is that uh, he was on his motorcycle, so he had to oh. put the bird in his in his little sack. Oh my and, goodness! <laughs> that and he's got birds at home, so he he's a professional. And, uh, that's amazing. He's been, he's, he's been driving for us for a while, and uh, that's cool. Uh, so that's good. Yeah, I'll have I mean, to figure out what his name is so I can give him a shout out yeah, on our newsletter. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm, that's a def- interesting story. You know, we're, we got heroes amongst us. There so. is, saving the birds. <laughs> that's right, Georgia. Well, um, we have. We were kind of talking about. Um, some positions uh, with leadership changes with SRM, and you had yep. one you wanted to announce. Yeah, uh, Brandon Riesma is going to be our new GM of Southwest Florida, taking over for Steve Howard. Mm-hmm. Steve Howard is still with us, and uh, he is going to move into a new position yeah. that we can't announce yet. So, or it's a little. Uh, uh, we're going to be excited to announce where he's headed and what he's going to do for us. It's uh, definitely exciting, but we're we're not quite ready yet. So big uh, plans for Steve. Big plans out. for Steve. So Steve, I've known forever for a long time. He's he's been selling trucks for uh, for Terex before he came to work for us, and and did a lot of things for for Terex and manufacturing, etc. And uh, so Dad has known Steve for forever and i have for for 10 years or so and good good guy we're excited about his new role and uh excited for brandon brandon's been with us since about 2018 i believe and has done a good job and in his role with steve in southwest florida fort myers naples and punta gorda all those plants and they're they're doing good so excited about the the next chapter Awesome. Steve, I'll I'll say this real quick about Steve. Any type of uh, like event um, that we have, like leadership event, uh, Steve is one of those GMs that always, always stays and helps me until I'm completely finished. He's a very, very very good guy. Salt of the earth. So I I, I think a lot of him uh, and his family. So uh, excited about the next next chapter for sure. Yeah. Um, anything else? That any other changes? Anything else? Exciting news? It's always some, exciting. We're working yeah. on a lot of deals. I know you guys have heard that before, but we're certainly working on a lot of deals, and <clears throat> we've been been busy, been busy. I drove a truck last night, and uh, Dad and Ryan did as well. Got to be back in a truck tonight. 
So we're running off of uh, very little sleep, but we are uh, been driving a mixer about, I guess, all week. Uh, but uh, it's been good, been busy, and, and hopefully it stays busy, and, and we're going to stay for this recruiting. You know, I, I, I would make mention that it's so important that we, we all stay uh, uh, just engaged in doing these things that we, we talk about so often, and those five principles. You know, being safe. Uh, we've got to be safe. No speeding, staying off cell phones, wear your seat belts. Uh, you know, that, that's three points of contact. All those things are critically important. Uh, quality is the second. Quality concrete. Making sure we're hauling concrete on the right slump, looking at the mud before we get off the yard. Uh, you know, taking care of that mud is it's it's hot in summertime. We need to make sure that we uh, uh, are leaving the plant on the right slump. You're going to lose you're going to lose uh, uh, quite a bit of slump on the way to job sites right now. You guys know that. And and if if you leave the plant too dry, uh, it's hard to get get water back in that concrete. So making sure the quality is dialed in. Uh, you know, third is 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 being kind. You know, and, and that's something that I know everybody's running hard right now. We all are. We're working a bunch of hours. We're moving folks around, but we, we gotta we gotta keep uh, keep kind. You know, be kind to our coworkers, be kind to our customers. Do what we can to service them, no matter if it's your first load of the day or your tenth load of the day. Making sure that we're uh, we're above and beyond. You know, with our kindness and the way that we treat and engage our, our customers. It's just critically, critically important. And it's critically important in the way that we engage our team members, you know, our, our fellow team members. Uh, that fourth one being a, keeping our equipment clean, that is uh, uh, something that we're slacking on a little bit, you know, right now. And, and when I go to, to markets in, in Tennessee all, all over, I know we're busy. I know, uh, you know, some of the trucks that we have are four or five, six-year-old trucks. But, you know, we, we've got to maintain our fleet. You know, we've got to maintain our fleet. We've got to keep our trucks looking presentable. And and some guys are slipping on that a bit, and we got to get that dial back in and uh, making sure we're taking care of our fleet. And, and that goes further than just the cleanliness of our truck. It's getting your trucks in for service. You know, don't let your trucks run hours and, you know, hundreds of hours past service. Now, you know, if someone tells you to keep running a truck, 50 hours past service, you know, even, uh, you know, even, 50, about 50s, but where it needs to be, but a little bit past something like that. That's you know that's okay if you're running way past your service, and you you just can't do that. You know you got to get your truck in there. You're gonna have to jump in a spare uh, to to do that sometimes. And nobody likes driving spares. I get that. You know, and I and I nobody wants to. They want to drive the truck that they're in, and uh, and I and I, I completely am aware of that, but. We got to take care of these trucks, and we got to make sure they're getting service. We got to get their oil change. We got to there's grease fittings that we've got to do because that automatic greaser is not getting everything. We got to check the drive line. We got to make sure that truck is in good working order, and that, that makes your job better too. You know, I, I got in a truck last night. The passenger side window didn't roll down. The hopper didn't raise. It didn't have a hose on the front of it. Uh, the truck needed chipped, and you know the operators that is super nice guy that drives the truck and has been with us for a number of years and works as many hours as we could ever ask him to just i mean he's a good guy but you know it's kind of like it's it's good you can be doing everything right but if you're not doing it all right then then you it's you're just not great you know and we want we want folks that are great mm-hmm. and and they really take pride in what they do and I, and I know that stuff everybody gets tired you know i get tired after you, you work 20 hours straight and do that a couple of days in a row 
I'm with you. I get tired and it's tough. And and but at the end of the day, we got to hold that standard too. And we never want to help to to do that. And uh, you know, rain days come, winter winter comes. Um, it slows down a bit. Uh, we, you know, and and so rest rest will come. But yeah. I mean, you know, when it's when it's busy season, we just got to get after it. Roll our sleeves up and go to work. And so on those rainy days, is, are you just kind of advising like go get go get it taken care of? Yeah, I mean you got you got to yeah. I mean go you know if, if one is not if we're busy on a day and we can't fix the window in the truck, okay, I get it. But if it's raining, let's get, let's let's get that stuff fixed. And and same way with our shop guys, you know, those guys are busy, and I get that too. Our operators, we, they they need stuff fixed in their truck. You know, we, that, the stuff needs to work, and we want the, we want it to work. You know, when I get in the truck, I, I want the stuff in the truck to work. Uh, it's it makes our jobs easier when we do that. And it's the same way, no different in our, our personal vehicles or our homes. Mm-hmm. If if the home's falling apart and dilapidated, uh, you're going to get it fixed. If your roof's leaking, you're going to get it fixed. If you got leaky pipes in the kitchen, you're going to get fixed. That's right. You know, it's if your sheetrock's cracked, treat it like it's your own piece of property. Please do, right? I mean, treat it like it's because it is. I mean, it's your it's your truck. It's assigned to you. Uh, you know, maybe you're a new operator, and if you're a new operator, you've been assigned to a truck, maybe it's older. Take care of that thing. You know, clean it up, make it better than the day that you got it, and I promise you, you'll be putting a better piece of equipment. If if you've been here ten years and you've done nothing but trash everything you've ever done. <laughs> You're never going to get a new truck. And, and so it's like, and, and it's not a, it's not just impacting you. It's impacting our brand in the market. And, you know, we want folks when they call on SRM to know they're getting top of the line, best service, best quality with the best operators, because we do have the best operators. we got the best people in the industry. And we want to make sure they know that and they see that through the, through the way that we present ourselves and our equipment. So uh, that's critical. And lastly, just be a go-getter. And, you know, we got a lot of go-getters here. Uh, we got a lot of people that just work. Uh, they work tire- tirelessly, do a great job, yeah. uh, can't complain. So there's a lot of people that are, that are doing really, really, really good job at just rolling their sleeves up and working. So for to all of those folks, thank you. Um, I hope you see that we've tried to do our part through the uh, wage increases, through uh, reduction of insurance premiums, through our company events that we've been working hard to, to roll out in our markets. And and uh, here lately, this, you know, or most recently, I should say, our Saturday bonus program, which is, uh, you know, which is a lot, you know, right. and, and I hope it, you know, people, uh, we, we do that because we, we appreciate folks. And so, but this is, a, it's mutual, you know, it's a mutual partnership. We want to make sure we're giving and doing all we can for you, and we need you uh, to, to help follow these five principles and lead by example. If we do that, uh, I don't think we can. I don't think we can be beat. That's right. I don't think we can be beat. Yeah, yeah. I love the, I love the um, reiteration of the five principles. Yeah, it's um, so, so important. No matter what your role is, you can always take those and apply them to your to your position. Exactly. Um, so we. We've got a few minutes left. Let's talk about chapter five in this book that we're going over. You have all my notes, so I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the the biggest thing about this chapter and really the, the spirit of the book is just figuring out how to communicate better and, and think, thinking about just being cognizant about how we communicate with each other. Yeah. And and what one of the, the things that I like about uh, this chapter is it, it introduces a concept of called logic bully, being a logic bully. And basically that's just somebody that has got a lot of data, 
may be true, overwhelm people in a, in a very uh, adversarial way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they overwhelm people with that logic and that data. And, and the other person, and it says this in here, that the other person may not agree, but they don't know how to respond to it. And so it's like we don't benefit by proving that we're smarter than people or proving that uh, we've got all the answers and not wanting to be reasonable. And, and reasonable, you know, that literally means that we can be reasoned with. That's what that's his words. And, and that's true. I mean, being reasonable means that you can be reasoned with on points. And, and those points sometimes are counter to what we may think or believe or uh, think to be right. Uh, but we, we at least should be reasonable in the way that we hear folks and hear them out and not interrupt. And I know for me, just speaking, speaking for myself, I've always had a problem. It's something I, I try to work on is uh, while someone else is talking, especially as we're debating, and I, I believe it was last week we spoke about how debate's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I believe it is. But what's bad when we debate is we're not listening to the other person. We're just thinking about what we're going to say. And I, I've always been, I was bad about that. And I've, I probably, I've improved some, but I mean, there's still, uh, I've got a ways to go. I don't want to be sitting there listening to someone uh, you know, tell me their point, and instead of listening to what they have to say, I'm just thinking about how I'm going to counter that point or add to the last point I just made. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us do that, and and those are those are areas in which we can improve. We we can improve uh, on that internally, which I always think is the most important. You know, the way that we engage our team members, our our family. Uh, the way that we engage our family, the people that work at SRM Concrete, that's most important because if we get that right, then it's going to carry over to the way that we engage customers and the way that we engage vendors, the way we do everything that we do here. So get specific here. How can we can, how can we be more reasonable with our customers? Well, a prime example was this week. We had uh, a customer, a good customer, pays his bills, does a great job. And we... Uh, on his statement, for some reason, he had some invoices that, that didn't reflect on his statement. They came in late in the month. Mm-hmm. And, and so they didn't show up. So this customer pays with a discount all month long. I mean, every, all year long. And <clears throat> instead of us being reasonable with that customer, we, we put the account on hold. Mm-hmm. And, and so we put an account on hold where the customer's been, been buying from us for a decade. Never is late. And instead of us doing our due diligence and, and really understanding uh, what this customer means to us uh, and what all customers mean to us and looking at the, how they pay and their payment history and realizing that, hey, this isn't a mistake that they made. This is a mistake that we made because we didn't have the invoice on their statement. We just need to let him pay that bill next month when the, when the bills do and give him their discount and just take care of that customer. Instead, we put them on hold. Well, that customer was belligerent he was mad and, and I don't blame him and and in that way that we were very unreasonable you know we're, we're being unreasonable we want to get paid for our services if we have great quality we service you we do everything we said we want to get paid now we need to be reasonable about it and and if someone paid 99% of their bill and they in in good faith intended to pay you everything that they owed you but they you know missed an invoice we can't put an account on hold for that. And so that's just one small example. But it's the same thing is true. You know, we do a lot of COD business. You know, 20% of our business is CODs. 
We do thousands and thousands of transactions every day. And you pull onto some jobs and folks don't know what they're doing. And uh, we need to be reasonable with them and help in ways that we can and, and uh, get the slumps right and, and help them pour out if we got to. Dude, just go go the extra mile and, and understand that, you know, yeah, something may not be your job, but you're an expert. You know, you're, you're hauling that concrete. You can help. If you're batching that concrete, you need to be, you know, you need to realize that if, if someone calls in and say says that, hey, I want a, a three tons of cement, well, they, they probably don't know what they're talking about, you know. And so instead of letting them order a 5,000, you know, straight cement with accelerator and it's 100 degrees outside, you, you don't do that. You know, be reasonable. Talk them and coach them and help them uh, through that process. So I think there's a lot of ways that we can help each other. Uh, and, and, and if we see coworkers doing something that's not right or whatever, we can step in the gap and, and just uh, look for ways to look for ways to be better and look for ways to help customers and look for ways to help team, team members. And just because just because you're right doesn't mean uh, you, you have to you, you have to tell everybody or you have to, you know, sometimes you can be I, I, I say this pretty often. Sometimes you can be right and wrong at the same time. Mm-hmm. In the wrong way to go about and it. In the wrong way to go about it. And I think that's what that whole chapter is about. That's right. Enough rambling for me. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. That sums it up for me. Well, thanks so much for covering Thank that you, chapter. Laura. Yeah, Thank we're going to go over two chapters next week. So, um, and uh, I guess you got anything else? No. We'll All see right. you next week. All right. Everyone have a great week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>